So do I have boogers? No boogers. Booger no. check one, two, one, two, booger check. Okay. I should text her all of a sudden randomly and say, hey, booger. Be like, God damn it. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. We're glad you're here. Howdy do. I have reached a new level of bizarre burnout where I'm just tired no matter how much sleep I get. Is that a sign? Is that sign number 72? I don't know. That's your field, not mine. So, well, burnout, I mean, I know what causes burnout, but everybody experiences it differently. So talking about symptoms is like talking about an endless list Mm. where someone could be like, it makes my feet hurt. And I'd be like, probably, it probably does. Right, right. Cool. Uh, well, sure. time to book a vacation. So that's, that's what why we're this, doing. This video is spot or this uh, podcast is sponsored by um, Travel, 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 Jeremy. Zoo. No, Travel Zoo. Oh, yeah, right. They're not giving us any okay. money. So. Wouldn't that be nice to have a travel company? Travel Zoo, if you want to come at us, we, we're open and willing to conversations. Right. Where about. would you go on said uh, vacation? Mm, I'd go, there's a lot of places I'd like to go. Ireland, oh. Australia, mm-hmm. Bali, mm. Hawaii. When I was on the website looking, because yes. you said, oh, I got to get out of town. This is, you know. I started feeling it, you guys. So I started looking and I came across some really strange things like $299 for. To China. Nine days. China. And you got to ask yourself, how, do the, how does how that does work? That, how, it's like cut to that meme of that woman who has a bunch of numbers swirling around in equations. And she's like, and people always said like me calculating a tip when they're, you know, or something I think like they're that. subsidizing that trip. I think they're, the I think because people trying. aren't going to China right now, yeah. probably. Hmm. Well, for a long time, there was no travel and now there's tons of travel. And most of Americans or North Americans as a whole are going to Europe. Oh, everybody said, like, I heard it's lovely. I love it. I go back to Paris even. Okay. Who, yeah. Wherever they want to send me. Right. As long as it's not. You'll be the reporter in the field. As long as it's not. What's a place that I don't want to go? Barstow? I knew you were going to say that, and I was trying to think of like a place in, I don't know, Missouri that I just don't want to go. Branson, Missouri. I No shade if you live no, there. No shade. I also don't want to go to, D- to Detroit. Oh. I even stumbled on that. Yeah. It'll be lovely. It's a really pretty part of the country. We're going for a wedding, which is beautiful. I'm excited. Happy couple. Michigan's nice. Michigan. 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 Right. Um. But it's not at the top of my list, is what I'm saying. It's not that I wouldn't want to go to Missouri or Dubrovnik, Detroit, Detroit Delaware. It's like Bali, Baltimore. It's yeah. like just no, just because they start with the same no, no. There's so many places though. So once you said, "Hey, I got to get out of town," I was like, "Hey, let's look." Yeah, and it's and actually reasonably. I mean, depends on where you're going, I guess. Right. There's yeah. even Mexican trips that are even cheaper to Mexico. My Spanish is improving. I am very proud to awesome. say that although when the guy dropped off the wood, so we had this delivery for, cause we were still doing the studio. This guy was dropping off like the next chunk of wood that we need. I swear to God, I told him that it needed to be in the gate so that we could close. I mean, Cerrado's closed. I said, Nece- you know, necesitamos Cerrado gate. I didn't know gate, but I went like this and pointed to it. And he was like, ah, see, see, bueno, you know. Right. And then he he still didn't, it's like four inches too far out that the gate won't close. Ah, You win some, you lose some. I know. It'll be done by tomorrow. So I didn't let it bother me. I just. It's just hard with the dogo. Mm -hmm. She wants to hunt, Sean, and sniff and sit Uh, and stare into the abyss. 
Today I went on three lizard adventures. I know, so, you were good to take care of her today. Well, she's trying to figure out where the heck the lizards go, because they usually run mm. and then they zip into the ground. Because they have little burrow, little holes, mm. little yeah. nests. It's pretty cool. And, it is pretty cool. But There's... now she like is sniffing, you know, and she'll spend 10 minutes. I'm just staying there roasting underneath the sun. And Getting I, bit I, by mosquitoes. I've, exactly. I have nothing better to do than get carried away by mosquitoes while she sniffs. And, you know, you want to let her explore the world through her yeah. nose. and That's what they say exhausts them anyway. It's like a good way to wear your dog out and let them sniff around. Yeah. So. Uh, on, on our walks, because Sean and I take different routes in the neighborhood. On our walks, one of the sidewalks has kind of been pitched up, I oh. assume because of a uh, root from a tree because tons of big oak trees here in austin anyway there's a it's pitched up enough that i i've seen a lizard run under there with her and so she always checks that spot yeah <laughs> she sniffs and then if it's home she like freaks out for a little bit but usually it's not only twice has it been home yeah today but it's not coming out to find out what the fuck she wants she ran and she saw the lizard before i did which mm-hmm. means that my arm is gonna be jerked out of its socket yep. you know you got to prepare yourself yeah i feel like a transformer you know where they go like that's what i do when i i notice her like picking up pace i'm like otherwise it's gonna be like yeah my arm's gonna shoot off and blood's gonna go like in the you know i watched deadpool the other day i apologize or the All Steroid Olympics on Saturday Saturday oh my Night God, Live. Yes. Oh, it's a sad day for the big Russian. <laughs> we went. There's arm grips ripped off. We went down a rabbit hole on YouTube through SNL skits, and Sean was talking about Second City TV. Which oh, is, oh no, Church Lady. Oh, Church. Sorry, I teed it up for you, but not with any information around what I was teeing up. Sorry. He loves Church Lady. And when he was saying church lady, I was picturing Will Ferrell and the lady that do, what was their name? The not It starts with a C, their last name. I'll have to look it up again. Shit. Anyway, they are music teachers at high school or something. Yeah. And I thought he was talking about them, but they are two different people. Yeah. This is a good song that we're going to play today. Uh-huh. Those people on uh-huh. the keyboard and. Mm, yes. And the Culps. Culps. Thank you. Thank you. Sweet I beat mother. Google. That's. One for Sean. We had to look it up like how many times the other day. Score. It's, uh, Google has about 600 and Sean has one. I'm but on I, the scoreboard. I was really disappointed though because I was hoping that we could watch the ones of the Culps where they sing operatic rap songs. Mm. So you take like, I don't know, Tupac, like, how do you want it? And they're like, how do you want it? How do you feel? Coming up. It's, it's just hilarious and ridiculous and they i think they do like a biggie song or some what probably whatever they get the rights to it's fucking hilarious i love it every time it's so and he wears a bald uh, like a he rocks the horseshoe so he has this bald cap thing that he wears will fair i just i miss when saturday night live was good yeah and the era before that what i thought you were talking about was church Church lady lady. and some skits with church lady really stand out like a young fred savage being the guest so mm-hmm. church lady was a uh, talk show host with the lady from church you know who was very pious but who more is than it pious that plays her i forget that guy's name dana carvey dana, yeah i was like it, it's i was thinking uh, wayne's world but yeah. i couldn't i couldn't pull it out of my brain he's brilliant and the one where he had madonna on so she was the musical mm-hmm. guest i think and mm-hmm. and uh she's sitting there and he says well Madonna, named after the mother of our Lord. You know, and he always says, <clears throat> "Jiggling your delights for the no, jiggling your goods for the delight of boys everywhere." Uh-huh. You know, I'm doing a bad job, but 
Who made you do it? Could it be Satan, Aiden, Aiden? (laughs) It's a really funny character. Oh, it's great. I encourage all of you, if you just need a little giggle, to to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So anyway, Church Lady versus the Culps, both great. Although, and I would love to hear in the comments, or if you want to write in to otdmpod at gmail.com, you feel free to share your favorite comedy skits. doesn't have to be SNL. doesn't have to be Second City. Oh, uh, bonus just, points if you introduce us to a new comedy oh, troupe. Like, yes. Uh, or if it's just a TikToker that you find funny or something. Mm. like. People are very clever, and I enjoy it. There was a lady. I watched TikTok last night, and I don't even know. Hey, lady. I don't remember her name. Her username was just like, I don't know, Kelsey something. She there's a filter on TikTok and part of me just wanted to do it for fun, which I think is what she did. But you have to like blink your eyes. And when you blink, your eyebrows stop, your eyes stop, nose, like wherever you blink. So it gets things get out of proportion as they swoop down towards your face and out towards the camera. So that's how your parts of your face come out from the ceiling and down and then they stop. And so it really disfigures your face and you look really funny. Like your lips can be like duck lips because they're super close to the camera. Oh, yeah. They're like meow. Or your nose can be up between your eyes because you hit it, bump, bump, and they you blink too fast and they end up together. Katie, hmm? will it make me pretty? Yes. Oh, I might try this filter. You want, it's, oh, we'll have to play pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> That's right. what they should call the filter. Anyway, she was trying so hard just to get it to be somewhat normal. And my favorite was when her mouth ended up in her nose and she was laughing and her little, it was like the smallest little bit of her bottom was like, <laughs> Anyway, I had a good giggle or seven. And sometimes you just need a good giggle. Also, another favorite skit of mine that is not a favorite skit. It's just a funny thing that made me giggle. It shouldn't have been as funny as it was, essentially. Um, Shweddy Balls, I think, will almost always be my favorite SNL skit. Hmm. And if you don't know what it is, just look it up. It's not, there's nothing grotesque, nothing pornographic. It's just hilarious. The puns. Right. So as we were looking at Saturday Live, I said, have you seen Second City TV? Because you're a huge fan of uh, Eugene Levy. Yes. Eugene Levy is hilarious. And um, and seeing where a lot of these people came from, you know, uh, prior to Saturday Live, uh, you know, there there were characters that were showing up on this other thing, Second City TV. Yeah, because people started wherever, because that's a Canadian. I don't think Second City TV. No, I think it's out of Chicago, maybe. Mm. Okay, Google, where is Second City TV from. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. Mm. I'll find it's it. too long ago, before Google could index it. But I think that's <laughs> Chicago. Oh, I think you're right that, yeah, Second City, Chicago. Yeah. Sh- oh, no, Chicago, Toronto. They have lo- different locations. Oh. That might be why we have more Canadians. Mm. Chicago, Toronto, or Hollywood. Oh, they have one in Hollywood now. Yeah. We saw the one. It's like the Groundlings. You know, it was like have... we saw Groundlings in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, so they have a skit that I was rolling. Mm-hmm. It's uh, basically like a, a play on Jeopardy, where mm-hmm. Eugene Levy is uh, the host. And it's called Halfwits. Boy, oh boy, are they ever Halfwits. Some of the answers that they give. I encourage you all to go down to YouTube and look up Halfwits. I'll put a link in the description. Oh, okay. And it's very funny. you don't find it funny... I mean, then send us something you do find funny. Yep, exactly. Everybody, sense of humor. I mean, 
comedy man. Mm. Sometimes you just need some good comedy. I could use it right now. Yeah, it's been a little, it's been a while since we've seen, I think the last person we saw live was probably Christina in New York. Is that right? No, I just mean in general. Yeah, that was the last show I've seen. But in general, I, I today was like a day. A random thing that Sean and I did, which I hope you find as stupid and ridiculous as I do, is we went down a rabbit hole on Alibaba. Which whenever I say Alibaba, for anybody out there who grew up with Disney movies around the same time I did, I always think of Aladdin when it's like, Alibaba in the song. Oh, so when, if you don't know what I'm talking about, hold on, we'll get there. So when he gets, so Aladdin is poor and he's like stealing bread to feed him and his monkey, which sounds dirty, but it's not. (laughs) Anyway. He's stealing stuff, and then he comes upon the lamp, and the genie comes out, and he gets his wishes, right? That's Robin Williams in the the lamp? Okay. He's, yeah, he's the genie. So anyways, Aladdin, obviously, I think one of his first wishes is to be like a prince and have endless amounts of money or something like that. I don't know. Reasonable. And so he, there's this song that the, the genie has all the little characters he's created, as part of his like entourage to come into the palace because mm. he's he likes jasmine he has already met her he's infatuated so he, he's like uh it's a little ditty about aladdin and he's like prince of sun dun, 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 ali above oh. Gen respect show your respect get down on one knee i don't know all the lyrics but whenever i hear alibaba i think ali above i always think of um, i can't help myself Mm, the Beastie Boys, and they get theirs from. Oh. Uh, I think it's a, a nursery rhyme or something. Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. Oh, the story, I, have, you know? I have no idea. Huh? Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. You know, the Beastie Boys are really. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so I always think Alibaba the dot com is. Mm-hmm. You know, there's forty thieves that are ready to take your money. So Prince I thought that Ali. was a bad marketing plan on their behalf. Maybe Alibaba means something else. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, there. Maybe. So Maybe the point it being, it's mm-hmm. this mega site. Yeah, I was like, this buy. is not at all what we were talking about. But now I have the the rest of the lyrics. Genuflex, show some respect down on one knee. Now try your best to stay calm. Stay calm. Brush up your Sunday salam to come and meet his spectacular Prince Ali, mighty is he, Ali above. Okay. Strong as 10 regular men. I was never a Disney kid. Really? It, yeah, it falls on deaf ears for me. I, I think at one point when I was like, maybe. Maybe, maybe that's like why you don't seven. like musicals because you like never enjoyed that. You never had the childhood like. Like I can picture this like. The None of colors it. and the. It just it doesn't register. Maybe I'm, I'm like a, a robot inside. A I am cold, a robot. Cold heart. But no. I don't like Disney. No, you love music though. So it's not that. Right. I don't like the sing songy nature of. Uh, hmm. A musical <laughs> where they break into a song in the middle of a serious scene. Who were we just listening to on TV? And you were like, I have to change this. This is horrible. Rufus Wainwright. In in Rufus's defense. So Rufus Wainwright I know, was a hard on name to say. Austin City Limits. And I said, oh, this look because I, I give anyone on Austin City Limits. I didn't know Limits. what he looked like. I was like, who is this? Why do I know this? And I was like, what's the name? Uh, yeah, I, I just knew the name. I didn't know him. Mm-hmm or his music and i was like oh well if it's on austin city limits i will give it a try because people who know more about music than i are curating an experience Mm -hmm. and you know so he's so talented it was amazing it's like theatrical music and sean was like it was amazing and then five minutes into it was like i need to it was just grating on my nerves much like probably this podcast for other people (laughs) they're like after five minutes of this guy i gotta 
No. They know that I'm talented, but they're like, uh, we got turned off. It's not for me. <laughs> no, but he, I thought it was really good. And when Sean was, said, I got to turn this off, I was like, it's because it's like theatrical. Because mm. it's very, I was like, imagine this being set to a certain scene in a film. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It totally could. And like, is it Philip Build? And you, I don't know. The music was so powerful. I just think it's really beautiful. That's why Waiting for Guffman is such a good film because they mock theater, yeah, they you do. know, and it's, uh, although the sound is off is much better. Mm, that one's pretty when good. When the too. theater just falls to shit, right, right. <laughs> everything that can go wrong does go wrong. <sighs> if you love the theater, by no means am I putting it down. Uh, it's I, okay to I, have an opinion. No, no. I enjoy the arts. I enjoy mm-hmm. theater. It's just musicals that kind of, they just don't resonate with me. And that's why, you know, I, I know a lot of people love them, but I just, it doesn't do it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't love, I wouldn't say like, oh, I love musicals. I would just say I appreciate them and enjoy them. Like I could see one all like, right. Uh, like Wicked was one that I really wanted to go to. And Sean was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I've seen Les Mis. I've seen Lion King. I've seen Phantom of the Opera. Forever Plaid. Rent. I'd go see a musical if there was no singing. That's not a musical. Like, that's called a stage play. And that... With a soundtrack. But, you know... Stage plays bore the shit out of me. Those I oh, do not like. Stage plays are amazing. No. I saw a stage play in high school that still to this day resonates. And it's because of the talent of the actor and the script. Mm. And it took place in World War One. That was when I was in high school. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> the, yes. The, See how I just followed along? Mm-hmm. The play takes place in World War One, And it's about Billy Bishop, who is a an ace a fighter pilot ace but in i was like what's an ace Mm -hmm. the first world war Mm -hmm. yeah he was the ace in the hole (laughs) billy bishop was a national treasure for canada i'll probably get this wrong but he uh, he basically in the first world war when aviation was that we weren't very good at it you know the wright Mm -hmm. brothers had just we're just starting just getting started so basically these guys would go up in these canvas wrapped balsa wood planes and dangerous they'd throw bricks at each other and you know like they weren't really affecting the war as much as it would in the Second World War. Yep. Okay. With that being said, mm-hmm. Billy Bishop is... Uh, he was a daredevil. His, he was ahead of his time. He got up in the air and he would take out, you know, other fighters. I don't know if he shot down the Red Baron or not. I'm going to have to look this up because you're saying a lot of things and I don't even know. Yeah, but he had the best record uh, for downing other airplanes, for uh, shooting down enemies. And then he became so famous. He was an air marshal. Hmm. Uh, a bunch of letters after his name. I don't know what they mean. V C C B D S O and Bar M C D F C E D. Righto. Anyways, he was captain. a Canadian. I know, Captain, my Captain. He was a Canadian flying ace of the First World War. He was officially credited with seventy-two victories, making him the top Canadian and British Empire ace of the war, and also received a Victoria Cross. Oh, so that's the VC. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's all this, all his accolades. Right. So he, while the First World War is happening, he becomes very famous in the newsies. You know, they show them before the movies on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And um, he becomes a symbol of fighting the, uh, the Kaiser, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Billy Bishop, they, they somewhat ground him. And they then take him on a tour mm-hmm. to cities and to, you know, meet the queen and you know do the whole or not the queen sorry the king at the time and he, he becomes this uh celebrity in order for them to sell war bonds so that they could further the war effort yeah. to defeat germany but 
he soon finds out like this isn't the life I want to be, you know, shaking hands and having cocktails. There's a war raging and I need to get back to the war. So he goes back, um, but they're not going to let him fly because he can't let this guy get shot down now. He's so important as a symbol. So he probably hated that shit. He did. So he went under a different name. Yeah. Tim Schmidt. Ola, ola, ola. Yeah. Life in the times of Tim. Ah, no. So Billy Bishop then um, in the middle of the night. Now I may get the story wrong, but here's the way I remember it. Uh-huh. And I did. I already X'd out of the Wikipedia. So we're over, it's over. They do a party for him at uh, some airfield, you know, okay. and he's he's there to rally the other pilots. And you guys can do it too. You know, that sort of rah, rah, rah. In the dead of the night, he sneaks off. Sneaky sneak. He gets in a plane. Mm-hmm he flies away to where to germany or to something like this or yeah to go fight and uh, i don't know how far to go What's well happening? he's done it before like 72 That's times not the same. so they didn't <laughs> so maybe you know he didn't shoot someone down every time so he's done it a ton of times right he's probably flown like 150 sorties or whatever so he gets out there and uh he sees a, an aerodrome a, a, a german sortsy exit yeah like a yeah so he he sees a you know in, through the clouds he sees a german airfield and he he flies and he, he you know they're not very good guns you know like, like pea shooters. no no oh, no no okay. he, he, he attacks like... the german air force uh air base oh whatever it is you know okay and uh as he does it you know he shoots up a couple of planes but then the germans you know they see him they see him and they get in their planes and they and his they're all doing like five miles an hour. These planes aren't very quick. It's like a Volkswagen bus flying through the air versus Super a little loud. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they're in the air and apparently he shot down the majority of the people who came after him. And then he had to come home. You know, you're running low on gas and, and he made it back. Okay. Wow. Well, when he got back, the legend goes that he got out of the airplane. And so again, these are canvas wrapped wings mm-hmm. over, also yeah, wood or wood. no it wasn't even metal i think these were wood framed planes and the thing they i think the legend goes that it, w- it was so tattered they like, didn't know how he even flew how do you have lift underneath these wings you know it was ridiculous okay so that's the story mm-hmm. and uh, and to great applause well, they said and, there was controversy mm-hmm. about those things about whether he shot everyone down or whatnot because this there's no one to witness it Oh, yeah. Hey, how'd the flight go out there, uh, Billy? Oh, I got like seven today. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, he like, he accidentally hit a tree and, you know. (laughs) He also golfs really good. He's always uh, on par and uh, he, see the fish he caught, you know, Mm -hmm. when he was in Europe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, Billy. Yeah. That guy kind of embellishes. But the, the, going back to the play that I thought was amazing is that we all got. I was wondering how we got here. I forgot. Mm, I had a plan. And oh, master plan. So they, we all gather in the high school gymnasium. Someone had written a play about him and they were, you know, going to show it around okay. and it was exceptional. I didn't know the story about him. And, mm. you know, you have this fierce pride of Canada and the, the first world war because of this. And you're like, okay, we're going to see a really you know interesting play. Mm-hmm. The curtain, I think we had a curtain in our gymnasium or not a gymnasium, but our auditorium uh-huh. in my mind, the curtain opens mm-hmm. and there's a, a wood box kind of like that. You know, mm-hmm. just a square box and uh, two two pieces of rope, and this guy walks out and he's in a World War, War uh, One outfit. There's nothing on stage except for this dude and a box, and he sits on the box and he picks up the ropes and these are attached to the ends of wings, and he's he's flying, but he's such a good actor 
uh-huh. that you you're just transported. You're, also, you're, you love history stuff, so just like it was amazing. And he's he's telling the story, and then mm-hmm. he'd come back and he'd get off his box, and the the he'd light would change. <laughs> yeah, he'd get off his box after you know narrating a battle or whatnot. Mm-hmm. People at home are like, get to the point, right? But then there'd be this other guy on the piano singing, you know, these old timey songs. Oh, so it was a musical. It was a musical, but it was, <laughs> damn it. I guess Did I like musicals. Did you do musicals. a dance? Da, 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 with the wings? Ba, 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 ba. No. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello, mommy. Kind of, yeah. But those songs from that era where people, there was like a sense of camaraderie and there wasn't a, a jukebox or an iPhone where you could play all this music and everyone knew the songs. You could gather around the piano. and Oh, so it's because you don't know the songs. So if you knew the songs, then maybe you'd like it? No, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, no. Yeah, I don't like Les Miserables or whatever. Or a thick one or a quick one in the dark. You know, you're like... Because it fits in with the show. Yeah. That's the thing is the songs aren't... You're not just singing songs of the time. Right. You're singing songs to go along with what's happening in the the play or whatever if there's someone out there that knows the name of that billy bishop play it's probably just called billy bishop but well, uh, i can look it up yeah okay i will not that's what we have a research team for. i shall resist right okay that that was the end of that yeah i just went on a, on a tangent on a again. tangent okay well i think that's it from us we can get into some letters we're also behind on letters and we said that we were going to get into them more quickly today's all about you you know the quick catch-up is roxy's doing good katie's doing good mm-hmm. we're you know like you already know this we we need to cut out of town for a little bit recharge our batteries we're yep. going to find a place if you have any recommendations on places to go mm. jeremy i'm looking at you i'm just kidding he's like adelaide um but yeah we're looking for a place to to cut out because the thing that's funny is i don't really even feel like i need to go somewhere but i have to get out of my house or i will work or do work around the house so then there will not be any you know vacation oh i can send you a video i saw on youtube about boundaries no you shut the front door okay are we ready to get into letters oh and there are no updates on roxy we have not let her eat anything but just her food since she's the the poopiest puppy she's doing great but she's been great great ever since one thing i would like to say yes there is a product that we've been using for her mm-hmm. that probiotic i don't know the name of the company but it is fantastic i mean yeah. her little poo poo pellets are uh, firm <laughs> and i do not like uh, picking up dog poo you know what i mean like i just I think it's pro pro vital forte or something it's called but anyway continue makes the poo poo pellets forte mas forte <laughs> mas. i know every time she jumps on alicia she's it like makes... muy fuerte i'm like i know uh-huh it's so easy to pick up. It, it doesn't even feel like you're picking up poo. Like it's like a hard stick. You're like, perfect. Pro-viable done. forte. Okay. Well, if your dog has a little bit of the, you know, uh, this stuff is great. Soft serve. You want to turn it. <laughs> it's like a soft serve ice cream, you know. Just well, if you, if you like Sunday. me, have had to clean up shit in your house because they poop out the crate. One time, and I'll make it quick. You just made me think of it. Um, I I like music. I like going to concerts. This is a weird pivot. Pivot. Mm-hmm. I despise going to public venue concerts oh with porta potties. Outdoor venues like in Mammoth. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. One time, uh, Gabe was telling me about a concert that he went to. Hey, Gabe, if you're listening, you'll remember this. You said I went to the porta potty and I couldn't do it, and I had to go out into the woods because <laughs> it was too full. Well, he said. I opened the door and it looked like someone had already put the topping on the Sunday. Oh yeah. So how? I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, well, it was like above the rim. 
That's disgusting. And I was like, how? I don't know if he was lying. I can't imagine. He it. wouldn't lie. Who would even make that up? I don't know. Why like, would he make that up? Yeah, but th- there's no way that you could fill the dung hole <laughs> above the, you know what I mean? But If it, there's enough people and they haven't changed it. I think he was, you know, he probably looked in and saw like, because you shouldn't be able to see anything in there, right? It should Who be dark. Look, I don't like to look in. Just I know. do your business. What if there was a hand that reached up and pulled you in? <laughs> now you're just giving everybody nightmares. Thanks, Sean. Okay. Take it back. Take it back. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that just made me think. Go down memory lane, you know? <laughs> I remember that. That That's the same. I think we've told this story. So just for everybody is, you know, so we're all on the same page. That was around the time that we went to Mammoth for... The Blues the and Blues Beers Fest, Festival. The Blues and Beers Fest. And... It was with Joe and Jess and you and I. And was Nichols with us? No. I don't. I feel like there were other people with us, but I don't remember who. I just remember Joe Ernie, and Jess. Uh, oh, senior. gotcha. Yeah, it was Ernie Sr. and his mm. girlfriend or whatever. Um, anyway, we went. Oh, we went to Roxy's Growl and get him. Uh, we went to the festival and there were tons of porta potties. And I think I only went once and just held it. because I was like, nah, 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 nah. and we got on that golf cart that, that Jess and I thought was going so fast. And then we got off. And we were walking just as fast. That's when you have a couple of beers, the beer and blues fest. <laughs> Two, one too many beers. I Some felt, could argue just the right amount. I felt so bad. The headliner was Blues Traveler and it was John Popper who, you know, he's the dude with the, he's a, a larger man and he plays a harmonica. He'd lost all his weight by then though. He'd like, he was like 120 pounds. Yeah. And so I didn't know that Blues Traveler was on stage because the Blues Traveler that I know was this. this Wasn't Santana there too or something? No, or? gosh. Somebody that Can't imagine played sometime. something like that, though. It was like they played like a... Right. Anyway, continue. Well, the guy takes the stage and they're they're playing and I didn't know it was them. And I, I didn't know the music because I think they were playing the newest album and everyone expects the, the greatest hits. So they like yelled, play your hits, stupid. Or I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy, the guy in the front yelled, play your hit. You know, oh, like... Oh, the hit. Just, yeah. just play the one what? hit. What I'm is their one hit? Wrote. Is it... Dun? No, that's Dave Matthews Band. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. What is Blues Traveler? What do they mess know? around? No, I don't know. You, when you hear it, you, <laughs> you know it. You'll know it when you hear it. And that guy in the uh, front of the, the audience, front, was he thinking, knew, and he was there for that hit. And I really felt bad for them. Sean and I to this day joke. He does that thing, and then he plays. I don't know what that means. It's like that rapper girl that you like. That's like. <laughs> what's her name she's from eastern europe she's great okay so blues travelers or blues traveler my bad run around run around <laughs> and it sounds like play your hit do we want to hear it at all well i may have to cut it out oh okay but it might be helpful for us okay yes yes Yeah, just sing along to it. We'll cut this out. <laughs> Once a time in a night, night dreary, there's something in my head. Yeah. It's like the 90s. Yeah. My little runaway. No. no. Different that's, that's a different era. <laughs> You're going back in my grandma's times. Mm. Okay. So that is Blues Travelers. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you... Uh, could tell from our beautiful hmm. remake reboot okay letters yes i promise not to interrupt anymore you're fine our next letter is from our rock and roll historian and historian is it master of rock and roll 
He, he goes by many names. Vidal Minister, Sassoon. Minister of Ro- Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> okay. Sir Combs a lot. It's from Christoph, and it is entitled New Guitar. What? <gasps> Sean, you got some competition. Preparing for our gig and first memories. I'm excited. It says, hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the whole OTDM universe. Hi, Christoph. Sean, congratulations to your new guitar. Oh. She's a beauty. I just saw it on Katie's Instagram story. I hope your skills on the instrument keep growing. And it obviously is a lot of fun or else you wouldn't buy another guitar. True. But careful. He warns you. It can be really addictive. Mm. One new guitar, then another, then another and another. And I trust me, I know what I'm talking about. With my band, we are busy preparing for our next gig in a few weeks, which I think is like next week now that we're, I think it's on the 8th. So cool. I wish one day that I can take the stage. And I do know that his shirt arrived. He oh, really? Me the other day. Hey. All right. Yay. Dude, and he's going to wear it to the gig. No kidding. All mm-hmm. right. Well, hopefully, I know that Texas sometimes evokes, uh, you know, uh, certain feelings with other people. I mean, but I, I, I can't imagine in Austria, pride. people are like, fuck Texas. <laughs> I don't know. You know. You know. It's, it's, a, it's a lovely place. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I really it like is, it. It is lovely. Okay. Yeah. So they're busy preparing for their next gig. From writing this letter, it is actually three weeks away on July 1st. Ooh. Oh, on July. Oh, so it's this Friday, this Friday. <gasps> wow. I would love to see a live stream of that. Not, you know, telling you what to do, but if someone had a phone and then they could stream it. it or whatever. Do people still do that? Is I that a thing? Meerkat? I have still have my Meerkat tank top and I refuse to I know. get rid of it. So cool. I kind of wish in some ways that we kept some of our relics from you know social media's past oh what like was vine and we had meerkat and what other ones i had a, a pair of vine underwear i had a pair of vine socks and yeah. a shirt that was just covered with the their logo but i was like i don't even use vine so i just got rid of it i love free stuff we'd love free merch yeah so goes okay. a long way we are rehearsing weekly and working on new songs. Not that I'm currently really creative, but there are about a half a dozen songs that I've written over the years that still need to be adapted for the band. The oldest song I want to do is actually the first song I ever wrote. Oh, How cool. cool. 40 years ago. But this one is not high on the priority list, while the others that I created um, on a Patreon hangout with Katie and some other great Kenyans will be our next big hit. Oh, cool. I cool. love it. I love it. In episode 116, you asked about our first memories. And thinking back, I have quite a few memories from the age of about two. And I know this so exact I know this so exactly as we were moving from an apartment closer to the city center to a house in the sub oh, from the apartment close to the city center to a house in the suburbs of Vienna when I was almost three. So all memories of this apartment must be older. Yeah, you're right. That's so strange. I could still draw you a rough layout of that apartment. Though I have to admit, I do not remember where the bathroom was, but the living probably because you well, went. you were wearing your you bathroom. Were wearing you know, <laughs> you just went, man. You know what they say: just wherever go, you are, man. there. You know, wherever you go, there you are. Uh-huh. You know? Wherever you go, there your bathroom is. Yeah, that's the for that's the child's version. That's what cats do too, by the way. You know, they just no cats go in the box. Uh, also in the plants and oh well, things they can dig up. Yeah, yeah and they'll spray everywhere. They're just cats, man. They're such free spirits. You know, such free spirits. I have never had a cat go in a house plant or anything like that. Mm. They always go in their box. I don't know what kind of cats you had. Wild ones, man. Wild. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I've told you guys a story, but my aunt Roxanne and Uncle Brad had a bunch of wild cats, like actual what you would call, 
feral i think it's feral yeah i was like is feral the bad word to call it? i think it's feral because they live on like a bunch of property out in the woods and so randomly they'll stumble upon a wild kitty or like kittens one of them they think their mom got hit by a car or something so they like adopted it anyway they have had the wildest cats and you actually got to kind of sort of quote unquote meet the cat i didn't see it but it has they created my uncle brad built like and probably roxanne too kitty land yeah they built like this little i don't know house for it kind of but it was so it could get in but something else couldn't get in because it you know had a heat lamp and a little fluffy because it didn't want to be in the house because it like did not like that so it needs to be outdoors, but they wanted it to be protected and make sure it had food. So they kept all that stuff there for it. So it was kind of like, it was their cat, but like wild cat. Mm. You know, it's like Roxy thinks she I is. I think if I had, wild dog. you know, property, mm-hmm. and then I would be a cat person. But since I have no property, I can't be a cat person. because I don't. You're really, allergic to Yeah, they make me itch. But uh-huh. if I had, you know, like a couple of acres, you want to have a sensible amount of cats. One cat per acre, I think, is one cat per acre. And and that way it keeps the mice at bay, right? I mean Polly's fun, my mommy's kitty. Yeah, I love that cat. She's it's just a beautiful that, kitty. You know, their fur or whatever, it starts to make my eyes itch and You just yeah. So So there you have we it. We need about a one acre to Sean cat. And you ratio. don't itch because of Roxy at all, do you? Mm-mm, no. Yeah. And she loses lots of fur. I vacuumed the other day and showed Sean how much fur. Because it's getting hot, so she's, like, dumping all the fur she That's can. That's what happened to me. It got she's warm like, out. Psh, psh. Yeah, Sean, psh, psh. she just dropped it. We vacuumed it up. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Hey, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, doesn't know where the bathroom is. But the living room and the children's room and my parents' room in the kitchen, I could walk in there and it would be familiar. Like, he would know. That's crazy. Anyway, my first memory... We were three children, me being the youngest. I didn't know you were the baby. I'm the baby, too. Sean's the baby. We're all the babies. Okay. Um, in, and in our room, we had a cabinet about two or three feet, three foot high, and we had square pillows about a foot and a half uh, a side length. So I remember climbing up to the top of that cabinet and throwing down that pillow. My brother and sister were sitting on the ground looking up at me at that immense height. Now, obviously, our game was to climb up there and throw the pillow to the floor and then jump onto that pillow. But I don't really remember that part completely. And I do remember vaguely the earthquake of 1972 that hit Vienna. Usually, we do not have many earthquakes, maybe one in 20 years or so. But I do remember we were in our parents' bedroom and it was a bit scary. I There's a couple uh, earthquakes that I remember. Like I said, that one when I was on the the bus my senior year going up to play softball game up to Tacoma. I remember that one. Then I also remember the one when I was at a meeting at the eating disorder treatment center and all the pictures and Karen, one of the women that I worked with, the one that actually gave me the job, she like lost her mind. She's from Boston and like born and raised in Boston. I don't think she'd ever been in an earthquake. She like had just moved out to LA like that year. She, she like couldn't handle it. She was so terrified. And I was like, what's the big deal? All the rest of us Californians were like, meh, that wasn't that bad. It was like a 4.2. We're like, yeah. good. Wake me when it's a five. Right? I'm like, if I was sleeping, then wouldn't even woke me up. Okay. <laughs> you become accustomed to it. It's crazy. But people who aren't used to it, it's like us with tornadoes. People here are just like, oh, they go into the basement or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you do the thing. I'm like, it could come and take your house, dude. Like, chill. Like, people are still trying to repair. Man. Okay. Anyways. So it was a bit scary that 
earthquake. The next thing I remember is that we moved to the new house. And for years, I thought this was because of that earthquake. Isn't it funny how little kids like you try to piece together events and make sense of it? Those events were somehow linked in my brain. Now, that's all I have for today. Great that you could find a getaway for a few days. For me, it does not look like I will have a lot of vacation this year as I started my new job. And within the first six months, you do not get any vacation days. So it'll probably have to wait until later in the fall. Oh, and Roxy is such a cute girl with her dark eyes. So pretty. Sending love, Kristoff. I know we think she's awfully pretty too. We're we're kind of biased, but I think she's adorable. Everybody who meets her says what a cute girl she is. Yeah. And I say thank you very much. I take credit. It's like me with all the plants in our yard. I'm like, I know. Those Ah, oh, you do. You groom her, you you make sure she's not a dirty dog, you wash her all the time, you take care of her, you clip her nails, you know. I know, I got it's so funny. I had a little nail file grindery thing. It was like, and it would grind down their nails so that you don't overcut them. And I was like, this is going to be great. And I got it when she was a puppy and I've been using it on her for a long time. And she, she doesn't like it. If I give her like a lick pad with, you know, cheese whiz or peanut butter, she's fine. And she'll allow me to do it, but I have to do something like that. Now it's hard and she's gotten feistier and feistier about it and likes it less and less and so i was like i'm just gonna get some clippers and see how those go right and so i got clippers the other day and what do you know because she's so curious about things that get delivered and so she's sitting there watching me open it and of course she paws at me because that's what she does she's always paw paw first so then she paws at me and i just take her paw and i push down so her little nails like and i go snip and i cut a tip and she's like it completely doesn't even realize anything happened to her doesn't even move her paw and i was like this is gonna be amazing my life has just changed no longer do i need to split her you know manicure pedicure into like three days yeah i don't understand how dogs nails grow like the the, the like nails ours. yeah but i think their nail is wrapped around the the meat yeah it right? comes out not like ours sits on top well, ours is kind of rounded if you think about it but yeah. if we had like skinnier little toes like her right. then it would beans. go and it kind of comes out like a rainbow. I guess I, I'm a little worried about doing it because I don't want to injure her, you know? You always well, that's why I got the grinder thing because everybody that I know who has a dog is like, oh, yeah, I've clipped them too short once or twice. Like right. my mom's like, oh, I made Charlotte Yelp once. I yeah. felt bad. But the amount of tools and toys and the pet industry is massive and very interesting. It's so expensive. Jesus Christ. I wonder if we've, domest- if we've gone too far in domesticating our pets. Maybe. Like if they couldn't survive. I think they could. <laughs> I think they'd figure a little bit of a shock for a couple of weeks. Some dogs, I don't think would make it in the wild. You know, they're like, (laughs) they've been bred by us to be a certain size and style. And where's the soft food? (laughs) I know by your dish. And they have no teeth (laughs) like beans, like Mamrie's dog. Although I think she said he still eats or she beans is a, she, she still eats a hard food. Mm. She's got like enough toofuses to like my mom's dog, Charlotte. Remember, she like almost all her teeth. We've watched her grow, essentially. We, you met her when she was a pupper. And now she's like old lady. And like almost all her little toothuses are gone. She has like one left little scraggle tooth. <laughs> and my mom is like, I think it needs to come out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Roxy would be just fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the oh, and we Uko sent us a wonderful gift. I put it on Instagram. I was making the pancakes that she sent. But they sent um, some, is it huckleberries, I think, from Montana? Anyway, I got those pancakes and a gift card for moi. Well, also for you. I don't need it. Um, Thank you. You spend it on yourself. No, but one gift card for Starbucks, uh-huh. which we partake. I oh. I enjoy more than you. And then uh, PetSmart for oh, in this week. That is true. I haven't gone and spent it yet because I was like, what do I want to get? Mm. So anyway, 
that was very sweet are we ready sure we have another letter and it is uh it says leanne again hey our favorite pnw correspondent and she's so it says leanne again as a title but then at the top of the email says title response to 113 uh-huh. voice text is annoying name for your order and how many sarah's do i know Hey, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTM community. Hey, hey, Leanne. Apparently, your definition of long is different than mine. I don't read that much, period. And my reading comprehension skills are slow. Even if I read aloud, which I hate, Katie, you're a faster reader than me. And that's why I think my letters are super long. That makes sense. It's all relative, right? Sean, oh, if I had more patience, I am sure I could write an essay if it was on a topic that I'm familiar with. Mm. You're correct about mascots. Though I wouldn't say that I'm a duck or a beaver when it comes to rooting for schools. Football is not my sport at all. I'll be in the room if anyone is watching a sports game, be it football, basketball, etc. But I think at least in Oregon, when two state schools play football against each other, it's called the Civil War. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. At least in football. Don't take my word on that. Yours might be called the Civil War. I'd have to look it up. In Washington, they call it the Apple Cup. And that's when UW plays WSU. It's Cougars versus Huskies. Go Huskies. Okay. Texting. My grandpa, my mom's... Oh, it must be mom's dad or is it... Yeah, grandpa, mom's dad. It says mom's mom, but I think it's just a typo. Is grandpa to my siblings and I. He hates texting with his thumbs, mainly because he can't see the keyboard. Nothing is funnier or shows your age more when you... And I'm not saying this to dog on anybody because Sean and I were, were approaching. Um, people do this. And if you're just listening, I am moving the phone like closer and farther away from my face slowly. Oh, I do that a lot. That's because you need to get your glasses, dudes. <laughs> the other day, Sean said something about like, oh, you were trying to read the back of something. I said, oh, oh I said, what ingredients are in that? And he goes, I just can't really read that. And I'm like, we've got to get you the glasses. I'm like, do you want me to read what's in it? And you're like, no. No, it's not me. These so goddamn stu- manufacturers are, are making the font smaller. Every year, this font gets smaller. And blurrier. And blurrier. And they, <laughs> they don't use a lot of contrast in the ink. It's like... Uh, You're so stubborn. I'm not stubborn. I just... Uh, He's going on like year four of having a prescription for reading glasses and refusing to get them. And we've even had nice members of our community like Ray send over his links and we've looked and you're like, this is perfect. And I'm like, perfect. Let's order them. I know I haven't pulled the trigger, but I'm, I'm working. I'm getting close to it. I was like, let's just take a car accident or something. No, why don't we just go to the eye doctor and pay a little more for your first set so you can get used to them and you like them. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pull something offline this week. You guys, you heard it here. Let's hold him accountable. (laughs) Also my hearing's going. So I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I know. You, your hearing has been but you've always had no, my hearing's hearing. not that bad it, there there are some frequencies that are a little funny and in regular conversation i'm fine it's just when i'm in a noisy place that if I any get, noise is going on around or behind sean while he's trying to talk out this way it's a no-go situation cacophony i don't even know what that means is that like when it bounces off the walls oh, i don't know it's just it makes me think like a, a symphony of caca you know <laughs> Like the, you know the, the 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 noise that is surrounding mm, you, that caca. the background noise. Gotcha. I don't know. Is cacophony a? Uh, I think that's a real word. I think it is a real word. I just don't know what it means, and now I'm gonna have to look it up. Okay, Google. What does cacophony mean? 
cacophony. <laughs> a harsh or discordant mixture of sounds. A cacophony of deafening alarm bells. I know how to pronounce it. Google does not. <laughs> what is it again? Sorry, cacophony. I didn't hear you. Caca- cacophony. Oh, it's a mixture of like... Oh, okay, Google. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you're doing great, Google. You're doing great. Now I'm having a conversation with I always <laughs> thought the rise of the machines would be extremely violent, you know, like um, like in Terminator, you mm-hmm. know. I thought that's where it was going to go down. I was promised like a war <laughs> against the robots. I was promised. But the rise the of the war. machines has been pretty, pretty slow. They're pretty nice. I have they to are. be honest. They're like, hi, I'm sorry. Uh, can you so s- cacophony hmm. is a harsh, discordant mixture of sounds. Yeah. So it's like. It, it, like a symphony of caca <laughs> around me. You know, I, I hear. Precisely. It's very distracting. Precisely. So you were kind of right. I think I told you guys this, but if not, I have to make sure I shared it. Uh, we love our housekeeper, um, Alicia. She comes every few weeks and she was here and she was having trouble because some people were super jerks and they weren't paying her. And I was like, it made me really angry. And I said, all I know is how to say miedra, which is shit in Spanish. I was like, those shits. And she was like, oh, like surprised that I knew that word. And she's really religious, by the way. And then I was like, well, how do you say asshole in <laughs> Spanish? And she was like, um, what did she say? She didn't want to arm you with the word. No, she wouldn't give it to me. She tried. I didn't fight her on it, by the way. But she, I think she said, oh, amigos. That's what she said. I go, amigos? And then she said it kind of with a different, like, flair. And I, I looked at her and I go, uh, amigos? And she's like, see. And then she went back to, like, what she was doing. I was like, she's not telling me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't pressure her because I know that she probably doesn't even use that word herself. But I was like, I'll settle for jerks. Give me a different term. How do we say, how do you say that? (laughs) Okay. It was just funny. I was like, amigos, really? Friends? Mm." Okay. Is is that TV show Friends uh, called Amigos when they translate it? I don't know if they translate the name of things. Or they just call it Friends. They might, because I don't know if they call like Sex and the City, like, you know, I don't know if they translate things. Mm. It'd be Ciudad. Is it Ciudad City? Ciudad de la Sexo, I guess. Sex of the city? <laughs> it'd be in, so it'd be in, so ciudad in el sexo? <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same... Which <laughs> rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. I wonder, I mean, I know for my books, when they translate them, which is a totally different medium, they're translated. Nothing is cooler than the Russian cover of my book, which I know, I mean, but it was cool. Cyrillic letters this to see so it. Cool. I, I saved it onto my laptop because I was like, I want to remember what this looks like forever because I had to approve it. When they have to translate it all, they have to make sure, they like tell me what it says and I have to like read it and make sure it's correct. One of the coolest apps I've ever seen for the phone is... Mm-hmm. Lens? Uh, yeah, where you, you hover it over and mag- magically... It changes it into your language. It's fucking wild. Remember we used powerful. that? Do we use that in Zurich? We used it a couple of places. I don't know where. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Leanne. We a whole tangent, whole bunches of tangents. Okay, because her grandpa can't text mainly because he can't see. That's how we got off of this. And he has bigger, fatter thumbs and hands than most of us. My dad, your dad, Joe Rogan. Because we were watching a podcast, we were talking about his, his gorilla mitts. Though all those three dudes have like big hands, like big, thick mitts. Me, meanwhile, have like I have like a vein pop in my finger. From like playing with a dog. I'm I am gonna go to the doctor, but anybody out there, I know we have lots of nurses, especially in our 
audience. I have this thing where all of a sudden there'll be a sharp pain. It's in my fingers mostly. Maybe it's happening in my body and I'm just like toughen it out. I don't know. But it will feel like a little mini blood vessel bursts. That's what I'd assume. It's like a sharp, like it feels like someone's like stabbing me a little bit, not to be dramatic, not, but like pinprick stabbing. And then it turns, you saw it because I got to show Sean like in real time as it was happening the other night. This only happens like every six months, by the way. So it's not like a current, like common occurrence. Anyway, it's usually around a bend and it starts bright red and it's hot and it hurts and it puffs up and then it like throbs and it's painful and then it slowly turns into a bruise which is kind of what i have left just like two days later and it hurts for me to bend my finger too much Mm. and then then it slowly goes away although i have one that has stayed into a little lump on my finger and i don't know what the fuck this is and i'd asked our other doctor in santa monica and he was not really concerned and then i asked my cousin who does surgery on like arms and i was like what about this and she's like don't worry about it but Anybody know what that is? I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm worried about it. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable and it hurts a lot. Mm. I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to go with demonic possession of the fingertips. But (laughs) But um, I wonder if it's anything to do with my factor five. I can't imagine my Leiden factor five affecting it. Or what I'd read online, because then, of course, when everybody's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm worried about it. You start to Google things and it was like, take more vitamin C and eat more red meat, which I have done. I've been pretty good about that. So I don't know what it is. Does anybody know? Anyway, I'll go see the doctor, report back. Okay. All that talk of thumbs and stuff made me think of that. So grandpa has fatter thumbs and hands than most of us. So he just voice texts. Oh, that's genius, which is great for him. I think that is, I didn't even think about that. I should have told my mom. I well, he didn't have it back then. Back in the day when my mom didn't have an iPhone, she would like to, you know, have to hit all the buttons a bunch. And when she ever she texted me, I knew it meant like a lot. Like when I was in college, she would text like, good luck on your exam, sis. And I'd be like, that probably took her 20 minutes. And that like, oh, the love. So good. So good. So good. Okay. Then there's me who can't do this voice text thing. I don't do voice text often because I just talk like it's a phone message. But the one thing with Siri or whoever is the audio person attached to your phone is will not put punctuation in and me trying to uh, voice a sentence to type it out. I just can't. I just can't. I agree, Leanne. Have you ever done that? I used to do it and I had an old Ford Escape back in the day and it was when we first got married and I was so good at using it. It has like the Ford Sync or something system. I don't even know. But when I would ask it to call Sean, I would have to say Sean Street Lewis instead of St. Louis because it doesn't understand that. And it could call. And when I would I would text you, it'd be through me doing the voice. So I'd hold down the thing on my little, hit it on my uh, steering wheel. And then I would say like, you know, uh, I forget the name of it, but whatever. Text Sean Street Lewis. I am on my way, period. Do you need anything? Question mark. You can get really quick at doing it, but you it will not, like Leanne says, if you don't say question mark or period, it'll just be like a run on sentence. It'll be like, I'm on my way home. Do you need anything? It doesn't hear intonation. It, I don't, it hasn't gotten that smart. I don't think. See, the rise of the machines is very slow. It's a slow it's, creep. It's like, you know, boiling a frog slowly, little by little. You got to be careful, Sean. Oh, I'm they're, the frog and the technology is the water. Creeping. Who's turning the temperature up is what I want to know. Mm. Who's in the background doing this? Elon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> suspect he's boston building a mechanics. robot oh. he's got Isn't a it boston mechanics that create those robots uh di- dynamics oh dynamics yeah they've got some weird looking robots eh? they try oh. and make them look cute by making them dance for you but mm, they're not dancing for you they're just kind of keeping you distracted 
you know while they take over the world maybe maybe they're gonna be our friends i don't know maybe that'd be awesome i'd like a robot friend hello robot friend okay back to sorry liam says saying period to end your sentence is just annoying and don't get me started with voicing a sentence with exclamation at the end. Just saying the word exclamation point. I can barely say that without tripping up. It's true. Exclamation point is a hard one. Even with the dot, 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 my message will always come out at dot, 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 D-O-T. <laughs> okay, let's move on. She says, <laughs> saying your name at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. No. I try my best to not go much anymore. It's not cheap. It really is not cheap. I do concur. Doing a pretty good job of not going as often. Amazing. Especially when you're in the PNW, because the Pacific Northwest has more Starbucks and just more coffee stands in general. I think per capita, like. I had never seen the micro huts I love the that exist hut. in the Pacific Northwest ever in my life until I got up there and they were everywhere. They're you everywhere. just, you walk up to them, you drive up to them, you bicycle up to them. There's always in a parking lot. I worked. Lot. Those are my first like three jobs was at little espresso stands. We call them espresso stands. I was shocked because first of all, it's very <laughs> cold out there. So it makes sense to have the warm beverages. But, and people out there, tell me if this is weird because, you know, I'm not a prude, but then they've got ones with chicks in bikinis working. There's one stand called, or maybe there's more, no, but it's called the Bikini Baristas. And they like were on one of those shows on Food Network because they were like, these ladies wear bikinis. And, and I remember That's thinking, not, you know, safe. You're you working around scalding. <laughs> because the thing is, is, I would always wear jeans and t shirt, obviously. And I'd be like covered in, in shit, like sticky caramel or like hot milk would spill onto you and you'd like hit it on your jeans, you know, and it would still be hot, but yeah. I wouldn't like scald. And I had bunch of burns from that like on my arms and on my hands uh one of my you have to tip those girls extra because they're working you know they're working in very danger 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 but i had uh burnt myself i don't even probably like steaming milk or some shit and one of the ladies who came every day was a nurse and so she brought me some burn salve and that was really nice we kept that my mom and i forever because it really worked well what's the one that's really popular and it's showing up everywhere now dutch brothers Oh, yeah, we have it here in Austin. I was so surprised. And I haven't gone to it. Ryland says it's good. Okay. He was like, dude, try it. Yeah. And the other day I told Sean, I was like, let's swing in. It was back before Rocks got kicked out of daycare. But and you were like, no, you didn't want to go. Sometimes you have to force Sean to try new things. I've learned also, that about Also, coffee, I've quit. And I, I haven't gone back to it. A lot of the places have tea. Oh, really? A nice, uh, like an English breakfast. Uh, a Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Maybe. Hmm. The Duke of Earl. Sure. They've got that too. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she's been doing a pretty good job not going as often. All right, right. But when the person taking my order asks name for the order, I actually spell my name. The spelling still didn't come out. Wow. Mm. They're, they weren't paying attention that badly. It's funny though. I think I've talked about this, but when I worked at a place where we had to put names on things at Jamba Juice and even at Jack and Jill's. I don't know what it is, but when someone tells you their name and you're in a rush, you're like, wait, how do we spell that? It could be like, the mo- you know, like Lily. And you're like, L. Lyle. It takes you a second. And then you're like, oh, you like come out of the trance. And you're like, oh, that's got a hard. large Jamba juice for Lyle. Is there a Lyle here? <laughs> a Lyle-y. A little, little. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Okay. I've gotten the mis- um, I've gotten the misspellings, but the one that I spelled my name, it came out order for lean. <laughs> <laughs> the employee that was just handing out drinks was just as confused as he's confused as I was. Order for lean. So, like Sean and Katie, I get you on the spelling of the name thing. 
Now, this next part has nothing to do with the Starbucks name order, but about name spellings themselves. I have a sister, Sarah, no H. Okay. You were going to write it. Don't write an H. Like no Sarah Lee. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No H on the end. I have two friends named Sarah with no H and one Sarah with an H. Took me a while to figure out how to keep my contacts organized. I once texted one of my friends named Sarah saying, please come downstairs, thinking it was my sister, Sarah. That could be confusing. I think I only have... Paging Sarah. Paging Sarah. My friend Sarah Parker. I mean, her name's not Sarah Parker anymore, but it was H. She had an H. I don't know if... Oh, yeah. I had another Sarah. Um, I'll just say B because I don't know if she's gotten married yet. But her she had no H. She's the one that taught me how to make... Um, What's it called? It's not... Uh, Strumpets? Toad in a hole. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Anybody know what toad in a hole is? I'll give you a second. I for told your, you so. Uh, to- toad in a hole. No, um, egg in a, in a bread. Oh, yeah. Where you cut it out. That was my favorite. Sarah Blodgett. Yeah. I, and it was fun to see her at our uh, high school reunion. She, it was, it's funny how people grow up. And she's in Seattle now and everything. But I, I, Sarah and I had a lot of fun. Anyway, but she uh, taught me how to make toad in a hole. And it, I was like addicted to it forever. And my mom was always like, I remember she just let me cook whatever. But she's like, that's taking a little longer, sis. And I was like, I know I've got my, got to fry up the extra circle because that's the good part. That's the dipping part. The thing you cut out. Have you ever made toad in a hole? No. Well, I'll tell you what we're having. Well, we got to get better bread. The bread we have is too skinny. It's like sourdough. Right, right, right. We need a solid piece of bread. Okay, toad in the holes are yeah, coming we, up. We'd make toad in the grate. <laughs> you just put the egg on ours and flip right. it and like it would go right through. Okay. So, my friend Sarah lived in a small apartment and she was already downstairs at her place. And then that's when I started putting last names in. So, because she was like, come downstairs. And she's like, I am downstairs. What's happening? What is this? But she meant to talk to her sister, not her friend Sarah. Okay. So, started putting last names in with the Sarahs on my phone, except for my sister, sister Sarah, who is labeled sister Sarah mm-hmm. in my phone. I think that's kind of funny. My mom is always just mom. Although now iPhone, if you change your name and, and like you can tell, update your profile. And then if you want it, it will tell people that you've updated it and it will update it. Oh. So my mom, it, we used to say mom sell. And now it's, it has her, it says Carrie. And I'm like, that's weird. I don't call my mom Carrie. It's wrong. It's wrong, Sean. I don't like it and I won't accept. But I do love that like it changes photos sometimes because like my friend Christina went from a picture of her to a picture of Bitsy, her dog, and then back to a picture of her. It just as you change your profile, ah. people have fun with it. I do enjoy. Okay. Live updates. You get, yeah. Contact cards. It keep, well, then if you update it, lets people, you can update it for people and you'd be like, oh, I want to update. Yep. Have you seen that? I have not. Wow, really? I also have a lot of problems with technology. I think there's like a, a magnetic field around me or something that something. Yeah, it, like computers crash. Uh, software doesn't work. Um, my cell phone is the strangest thing. I can't get. <laughs> so everyone else uses Apple to their delight, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it works seamlessly, you know. And when I use it, it, it just doesn't, like, I can't get my computer to do FaceTime with the same contact list as, as my phone. And mm-hmm. my contacts don't update. I've shown you before. Like, sometimes yeah, it's weird I can't, it, can't find, somebody, find somebody. But when they call, I'll see their contact come up. I'm like, what is going on? Do you have auto updates on your phone and do you turn it off regularly? Uh, I don't know what that means. So 
auto you mean for the the software updates yeah i have auto updates because yeah. sometimes there'll be bugs that they fix things like that right and i turn mine off i don't know every week or so yeah i i i reload my phone okay i don't know There's i something. don't know also i do i love you you know this but sometimes you don't read things through or look clearly on things and you'll like swipe through shit and i'll be like no it was there Ugh. you know yeah that's true so my it could be that too it could be user no error. qualms here it, i totally agree it could be user error but it might also just be that you've got a glitchy phone because your last phone would heat up like you could fucking cook an egg Wasn't that speak weird? a toad in the hole i could have cooked a toad in the hole on your old phone. i took the case off of this phone the other mm -hmm. day because i wanted to clean it because you should clean your phone you filthy animals yeah and i wipe mine with rubbing alcohol oh totally you know um and uh, I don't like to touch other people's phones because I don't know how. It's the dirtiest thing right. for all of us. All right. of us are filthy with it. Yeah. So I took the case off of this one uh -huh. and it was really, really hot. Oh. And I was well, like, I don't know Why? if this even breathes your case because waterproof, right? Right. But the fact that the phone itself was hot, just, you know, running without the case. Mm -hmm. on, I was like, why is my phone so hot? Mm. That can't be good for, you know, sitting in your pants uh, pocket. <laughs> no radiation bathing yourself in radiation i don't think i don't think you're getting a little you're jumping the gun a little no bit. just in general you know it's an electronic device and anyways it doesn't really matter but Are I, you I don't michael scotting me remember when he's like they give him the blackberry and he goes what is this he's talking to jan because she comes by for lunch how okay. is this for sperm production where she's like what are you talking about he's like i don't want this to mess things up you oh, know no I put... i'm not thinking about that i'm just saying no that. but i just meant you're michael scotty and like he's worried about the it being in his pants you always hear that people are like hey you know we probably shouldn't have this much uh, electronics uh, around us or whatnot um, well, it's too late for that i know exactly but i wonder we sit in a room surrounded by electronic devices i'm gonna sneeze uh-oh they like to hear it it's, it's just sitting up there it's uh -oh. just tickling look into the light to the light i think it's gone away but um you know i wonder what the repercussions of having cell phones will be you know in 20 know. years and be like oh that generation mm. we're like blah, blah, blah. we're and, just a little different yeah but the next generation <laughs> after us will have to wear tinfoil hats to protect themselves from the cell phones you know what mm -hmm. i mean like mm -hmm. you'll have to wear like a tinfoil uh, i'll put it inside my hat so i don't look quite as strange right right it'd be a fashion <laughs> accessory mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay. okay sorry this is not going anywhere <laughs> Oh, speaking of foil. Yeah. I just have to share this tip. Uh, TikTok taught me that instead of, you know, when you're filling like a loaf pan or any kind of pan with foil, you have to push it in, you know, and you always, maybe it's just me, but I'm forever like push not giving enough, uh, not fabric, but enough foil. And I'll like push my finger through it. And I'm like, well, fuck, that was the whole reason I had the foil. So it would like keep all the juices in to contained. So this lady on TikTok was like, I've been seeing people do this and I just got to show you guys there's a better way. So she flips whatever pan it is, loaf pan. Oh, I. And she puts the foil on the bottom of it and wraps it around. So you're pushing down on it, which is easier. Flips the thing over. It fits right the fuck in. TikTok taught me. Okay. That's all from Leanne. She says, I have more stories for you. I will write again soon. Cool. Leanne. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Love it. Okay. Now. We are moving on to We're Tom from way. Virginia. Oh, hey, Tom. What's up? Hey, hey. Says Tom from Virginia on fracked sinkholes, hmm. bad doctors, what tight pants are like. I'm enjoying all of these. I'm excited, Tom. Advertisers, first memories, and sense of humor. A nice mix. Just a nice mix. Let's get into it. It says, hey, Katie and Sean, first up, fracking does not cause sinkholes. Okay. Good to know. 
It only causes a small crack that runs through the formation that the gas is to be extracted from that becomes filled with sand grains that hold that crack open so that the gas can actually flow out. That's why they shoot the sand and that makes sense. Actually, there is a tremendous amount of care taken to prevent the gas from entering the water supply by setting cement casings down through the lowest freshwater aquifer. That makes sense. The company that I work for provides uh, services to gas operations and verifies the integrity of these. I'm only bringing this up because I believe y'all are fair people and there's a lot of misinformation out there about the industry. And you are correct. There is a lot of misinformation. Um, I think because... But don't they use... Uh, so when they pump it into the ground mm-hmm. uh isn't there some sort of um additional it's not just sand that they're pumping in and Water. liquid no but i think that there's like a, a I solvent don't think as well anymore oh okay i thought it was a solvent or something that they used to uh maybe maybe tom will tell us know. more anyways but that that's interesting to know yeah yeah, yeah they, so they frack and- it Frack it. Frack it good. Frack it good. Dun, 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 dun. Oh but my thanks God. for believing that we're fair people. I yeah, am we, not. We are fair. I think it's all good. It's good to learn yeah. because in any situation, there's more information out there. And I don't just want to take it. For, like I read this one Reddit That's chain. It. Or, you know, I'd rather hear from people who actually work in the industry. Very interesting. And feel free to share more. I would love to learn more. Yep. Good. Okay. Um, Moving on. Okay. Speaking of misinformation. I never went back to see the pretty doctor, remember? Too mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. Mm-mm. I believe that her pra- practice preys on people that have too much money and too little sense. She can save her box for someone else to push a dirty brown Cadillac into. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love it so much. It might be of the benefit for Katie to warn her audience about dishonest people in medicine. It's true. There are dishonest people in medicine. Snake oil sells people. Mm-hmm. I had, oh, she's really snoring. I had a few encounters over the years, and I think the worst one was a guy in our town that tried to convince younger athletic guys like me that we needed a prostate exam. Why would you need it when you're young? Is that Larry Nasser? Uh, right? Know, That's creepy. Mm-hmm. I jokingly refused and laughed it off, but some were not so lucky, and the guy wound up going to federal prison and will likely never get out. That's like a Dr. Death and stuff. Did anybody leave, listen to that podcast? I know the name is like very intense, but clickbait. Hello. Dr. Death, like was a neurosurgeon i believe and he like paralyzed people killed people because he didn't know what he was doing how do you pass your boards they walk through how he got around it yeah because he he like never he assisted on surgeries Mm -hmm. but never did it on his own somehow like something happened it just so happened that like his and I'm probably forget if anybody's just recently listened to it you let me know because I'm probably fucking this up but like one of his teaching surgeons or whatever like wasn't that active wasn't that great of a teaching surgeon and like he'd gone on vacation so when he came back he just signed off on people's shit and Jesus but you're supposed to have like been practicing anyway and like you know assisting and like letting people do not exactly the type of job that you want things to fall through the cracks no I mean if he was like I don't know putting in flooring or something like you know maybe it wouldn't hurt anybody that bad maybe it could people could trip and hurt but either way either way this is not one where you want to skimp mm-hmm. that's like when i see discounts for like lasik eye surgery or something I'm like that's not really where i want to get a cheap deal oh speaking of going to prison oh okay. for a uh, federal prison Ghislaine Ghislaine oh. Gilly Monster oh. uh, Maxwell yeah um, madam mm-hmm. yeah the uh, the creep who is procuring Fucking lady. yeah she going to jail 
Yeah, they they sentenced her, I believe. Why is this nobody morning? talking about this? Twenty years she got, which awesome. I think you should have got more. I think she should have got more, but at least she's fucking going also, to prison. Also, we should know who who were you know who, who she who was dealing with. Do, do you work for? Yeah, they should, you know. But anyway, so she's going to jail. My fear is that she goes to jail, mm-hmm. and then you know, mysteriously in like six she's months out. or two years, she's out. Yeah, yeah. you know, Let's maybe keep an the, eye on this because why is no one talking about this? No, no. I, we were listening to something. It could have been. It wasn't. I don't think it was CNN. It could have been Fox News or one of our local news. But they were mentioning the the trial, and they're like, "How come no one's talking about this?" And I was like, "Because they're all guilty." Exactly. Yeah, I know. They all party with Epstein. It's so wrong. Perverts. You prevert. Okay. Fortunately, yeah, I was able to see my friend that is a cardiologist today, and he reviewed my entire history since I was hospitalized years ago. Uh-huh. Suggested that I monitor my blood pressure and pulse ordered some labs and i will see him again next month so good doctors do exist we just got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones i agree um it's always worth getting a second opinion on things i've recently um started using quest diagnostics Mm -hmm. and you can go to their website and order all your own things you don't even need a doctor anymore Mm -hmm. which i mean you need a doctor don't get me wrong i'm I'm saying (laughs) i was like "Mm -hmm, but you can order all the panels that you want, different well, it's just workups. your medical information. Essentially, you're just like, I want to know what's happening with me. And they're like, we can take that. We're, yeah. we're phlebotomists. We can take the bloods. Oh, is that what a blood mm-hmm. uh, doctor is? Well, I mean, not a blood doctor. A blood doctor is a hematologist. Oh. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. What blood type are you? Ah, <laughs> ah. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's just me and you in the room. <laughs> no. Oh, remember you wanted me to watch that Dracula show. Is it on Prime or Netflix? And I was like, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. I was, love a good vampire story. It Always was too will. depressing. Well, they're not happy creatures. They're creatures of the night, you know? I don't know. I think maybe Tormented because... Souls. I don't know what it is. There's certain things I just can't do. Like, I don't mind crime and stuff. Like, we're watching Ozark and stuff. But if there's anything a little, like, rapey, I'm out. I can't. Although I can watch SVU, I think, because they don't show any of that. It's like they get to catch the bad guy. I thought we were talking about vampires. No, I'm saying I was saying things I can't do. Oh. So like I can't do that kind of stuff. And then I also can't do like I don't like scary. And oh. I think Dracula is like scary to yeah. me because he like creeps in the middle of the night and like sucks the life out of you. Like when that guy showed up, he looked like shit. And then as he like killed that guy slowly, he looked like amazing. Yeah, Gary Oldman is an excellent uh, uh Dracula. But then I felt bad cuz that guy was like engaged to be married and all he wanted to do was to sand, sign the paperwork and I was like fuck that guy comes when he comes down the staircase it's so creepy it's all creepy and then the creatures he kept like the people he kept no thank you all bad tormented souls hated it and i was like i don't want that in my brain it'll creep me the fuck out i'll have like weird dreams and shit okay back onto this letter and i'm sorry tom says i started cracking up when katie mentioned her doctor friend with tight pants we have a joke in our family that tight pants are like cheap hotels neither has any ballroom (laughs) That's such a good joke. (laughs) That's funny. Also, I enjoyed the mention of advertisements getting stuck in your head. I'm an 83 model like Katie and can sure remember some good ones from yesteryear. Ford trucks, the best never rest. And Michelob, some days are better than others. But who could forget Ray Charles? And I know Ray Charles and Diet Pepsi. You got the right one, baby. Do you remember this? he sings and it's like it was like forever in the 80s diet pepsi my mom drank a lot of diet pepsi too back in the 80s and was she also a ray charles fan i don't know but he sang and it was like this ad that ran and ran and ford trucks the best never rest the best never 
these are like I, I feel that I feel that Tom. I may be missing those though because uh, my exposure to the American market may have been True. limited yeah like we got some, some of it but not all yeah so maybe the Ray Charles also these are you know be digging into your memory too you, you could have been all of like 10 years old or something although if there's anyone who's watching in New England specifically in Vermont or New Hampshire you may remember was it Rutland Furniture Store because I used to watch PBS from the United States that I loved PBS I still do mm-hmm. but um, the Rutland Furniture Store the the guy would stand outside of his furniture shop and okay. say you know uh, come down to the Rutland furniture store and then he would sit in this chair that was shaped like a hand I believe mm-hmm. I haven't thought about this in years I could be getting it wrong and then the chair would fly away <laughs> oh, was, as only they didn't and it'd be horrible like yeah and it, nowadays you'd be like well, that's super fake right the Rutland Rutland Vermont yeah. furniture shop it could have been bernie sanders in the chair wouldn't that be funny it's him right. with those mittens that everybody like remember that turned into a meme right. from inauguration day or whatever the fuck it was yeah, so <laughs> i thought cool. that was so funny yeah. yeah rutland furniture now i'm curious let's see dun, 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 it exists oh. rutland vermont okay old brick furniture and mattress company center rutland there oh. you go my I, childhood is not a mirage i don't think so at least not you know i I have to look if there was a commercial that's the beauty of youtube is you can look up old commercials and and find everything you know i don't it doesn't show no norton furniture but i don't think that's it anyway we'd have to google more and i don't have the frankly we don't have the time we don't have the time to search for these old commercials i'm sorry rutland furniture but tom is right for us to do these ads so tom is right those the ones he mentioned are like burned in our brains i'll pull up the the Ray Charles Diet Pepsi because I'm surprised you didn't see that one because I feel like they do like you know that sounds like a big worldwide one. so maybe Mr. Worldwide okay additionally the Stacker 2 commercial with the guy getting pushed in the tub was memorable and funny as hell I don't remember that one Stacker 2 maybe that was regional I'm not sure okay so let me throw out a few early memories mm. I can recall falling into a rotten pumpkin <laughs> at 18 months old wow Tom that's amazing I have a memory of a guy riding past the back door at our townhouse on a riding mower isn't it funny how there's these little like snippets memory is so fascinating if I could go back to school I would study linguists as you guys know our language I would also study memory formation. I find that fucking fascinating. Even the little research that I had to do specifically to trauma memories, I was like, you could fall down a rabbit hole of this. I've heard some pretty wild theories, and they're probably not true, but that memories are stored not only in your brain, but elsewhere. Well, cellular memory, yes. Right. But like if you were to, you know, uh, lose your arm or something, would would you lose some memories? You know, is your body storing things elsewhere? No, it's not actually stored in the sense of like everything that you're able to recall is in your brain. In the gray matter. Yes. However, our nervous system remembers. Yeah. And we have cellular memory. So if something happens to cells, they like remember. I mean, that's like a silly example, but you get what I'm saying. Like that happens. Mm -hmm. And if you told someone about the situation where I did this to you, your skin could Mm -hmm. show the markings, you know, where it like loses its color and it comes back kind of. You that's wild have, yeah like there's uh i was just kidding i didn't think that memories were stored in your arm or anything you know oh, but okay. i was just wondering it's such a complex system it's, there's no stupid questions it's always good to like talk it through because mm. it there's this meme going around that i've really been enjoying but I, what if we store our, our our what if we're just a receiver mm-hmm. and your brain is the processor mm-hmm. but we're actually our memories are stored in the cloud and 
when we need it, that's we like upload like the show upload. Yeah. I mean, kind of like how we do computing now, you know, like uh, I can store files in, in the cloud and when I need them, my computer is able to pull them. I wonder if that's how, no, I know you're looking at me like that's not true, but. Well, no, but, I mean, in, in some ways, yes. And in some ways, no, like truthfully, the film inside out does a very good and pretty correct job of explaining how memory works. They just don't tell you like where you are in the brain. But do they really know how the brain works, you know, for these sorts of things? Or are they, it's an educated guess at this point. I don't, I'm not a neuroscientist. Yeah. I'd have to ask Ben. Where's Ben Ryan when you need him? Um, but I do know, so there's a couple of things. So trauma memories, they believe, are stored in like different parts than regular memories and long-term versus short-term. Like there's different, and the way that they have hypothesized this and have come to this conclusion is that they're able to do like fMRIs or I think it's I think it's a f- I think it's fMRIs but anyway a scan of the brain to see what the activity is and where the activity is and so when you're retrieving long-term memory like people writing in with their memories there's a certain part of their brain that was lighting up to activate that I'd love to see my brain lighting up on it's it's know. interesting it's I'd be a little nervous well, what if it doesn't light up properly you know? but everybody's different like um, remember when Morgan Ryland's sister did she went and got a brain scan because she struggled with depression but she was like what's wrong with me and it, her brain looked like it was depressed like that's what they're saying like these certain like your reward center is not lighting up right they, they, they show you the scan and mm-hmm. uh, some people you know their brain looks like Winnie the Pooh some people it looks like Tigger but mine looks like Eeyore <laughs> it's you purple know. and those yeah, tails barely pinned on no but it's like you know certain areas of your brain will light up depending on the stimuli or like right. what you're recalling and so they do that with memory and so they believe that a lot of trauma memories are like held in our hippocampus and there's other regions of the brain but the basement but the interesting thing about trauma and this is the last thing we'll move on is that like when we are when fight flight freeze is initiated when our stress response is triggered so it could be anything that's threatening to our system our prefrontal cortex and a couple other regions of the brain, I'd have to refresh and look at my notes, go offline. Therefore, you can, like with, I, I would say 100% certainty, but let's just say 90% certainty, know that no memories are being formed in those areas because they're offline. No time. No time. Run away, run away. <laughs> I run away a lot. But not, you know, it's when when I get uh, surprised by something. Someone comes around the corner and I jump and I'm like, oh, you know, uh-huh. all the time. Boom, that goes offline. I'm ready to run or fight you never know i could do karate or i could vigilant some could say just keeps me uh, on my toes uh we went out to an amazing dinner the other night at this restaurant called jeffrey's <laughs> and it's delicious and i it's a very it's it's a splurge we'd had these reservations for a while and then we had to keep changing them because my mom came in town and we couldn't move it to four because my mom was like oh we'd love a nice meal out which we went to a nice meal anyway but um we couldn't change it to four because they're super popular so then we had to push it out and then we went to dc so we had to push it again anyway we finally end up there the food is amazing the service is great i cannot recommend it enough and our waitress because we're sitting like just at a little two top table i my back's up against the wall like on the booth side and Sean. so you could see everything but our wait, waiters, you know, the waiter and waitress guy come around periodically and check in on My in on field you. of vision was um, you, a, a beautiful painting, mm-hmm. and you. And I just sat there. I was talking with you, and I was in the moment. But and- our waitress would come around to say, like, how are things? You know, that she'd come around to the side and check. And as she came around to the side one time, Sean was like, oh. 
she just apparated. And she was like, should I wear a bell? <laughs> she was really cute about it. Well, no, but she'd always approach from the left, which is where, because we were at that a dead a, end of the restaurant. Yes, so that was where she would have to come from. And I was talking to you and I'm having a nice time. And usually she'd come up and be right here on the left. But for some reason, I didn't notice her come by me and she was standing on my right and she, she was... Her voice was so close to my ear and she's like, how is everything? And Sean like shot out of his seat. It was really funny. It like it shook. really caught me off guard. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She felt so bad. And I was like, don't worry. He gets scared at everything. It's not a big deal. And she's like, next time I'll like warn you. And then the next time she comes, she goes, so I'm just coming in to say, I feel like I should wear a bell or something. My bell is on. It's ringing. I'm coming in. And then she came in to ask us. It was really cute. Yeah. Everybody was super friendly there. I would go back. Okay. Yep. Sorry, Tom. We went on a total detour. So early memories. Yes. Falling into a rotten pumpkin at 18 months old, which I feel like we need more context for that. But, but I, I can see why you'd remember that because if it's a rotten pumpkin, one, it's going to smell. Yeah. Two, it's going to be a weird foreign texture. Well, I bet you what I would assume is happening, but I could be wrong, Tom. I'm just I'm making assumptions here. But if you were in a pumpkin patch as a little kid in 18 months, you're kind of you're kind of walking. Not really. You're like mm. stumbling around. You could have just bumped into one and thought you could sit on it and it fell through. Ugh. I know it happens. Um, and then it has a memory of a guy riding past the back door to our townhouse with in a riding lawnmower. And I can remember using my toy dump truck to help my neighbor Don plant some little evergreens along his sidewalk. That's so cute. Books have been written on early um, memories and the recurring themes that they hint to in our present lives. And for the record, I'm a neat freak. I really enjoy mowing and talking about the various mower models from over the years and was never content to work in an office and wanted to be where the action was. I totally understand. You can see those themes in my memories. Oh, yes. True. Fun stuff. How interesting, Tom. Well, there you have it. A mix of the funny and the serious, too. Haven't our senses of humor changed all of our lives? Tom. P.S. Katie. Oh. Um, oh, that's awesome. Wonderful. I'm glad you found my channel and it told us why I found the channel. Hmm. But I have was... a question about lawnmowers for you, uh, Tom. Yeah. What do you got? Do you know? Well, I'm curious about the... So we have a Roomba. Mm -hmm. Roomba. <laughs> I said that all weird. I know you didn't. You're saying it weird. Yeah. Uh, Roxy's obsessed with turning it on and off. And so I've had to... I saw you... you uh, disappeared it i did i put it on top of the other desk in my mm -hmm. office because otherwise i'm just sitting there and she'll come in and then she'll like at me and there's, then boop. there's a pecking order in her house it goes katie sean roxy and then roomba, roomba. she has nobody else to give instructions to so she she tells her what she to do she tells the roomba what to do yeah. but i was thinking that um maybe i want a lawnba you know one of those uh lawnmowers that hits the grass outside i've seen those yeah they're I very know. cool I'm like, why do we have a, uh, a you know, the, the, the people who do the lawn the in the community? No, in the community association. Yeah, the gardeners. But, but that comes out of our, like, it's just out of the kitty. It just is. Even if we got a lawn bow, they're still going to come by and trim everything for everybody. Well, then you get a trim bow. <sighs> uh, uh, no. Okay. But you could do it for our property. But I don't really know how, how well they work. I haven't read any reviews. You've seen the, that Tesla is making a robot, right? A humanoid robot that's coming out, like, no. right quick. No. You know oh what I God. would want? I don't want to transition into this because I don't really care about that so much because okay. I'm not going to be able to afford it. Yeah, but what I do, true. when we are able to finally get rid of the carpet in our house, ugh, <laughs> sorry for anybody who loves carpet, but ugh, I am excited to get the Roomba um, mop one that like, mops a... and squeegees. Yeah. Remember Caleb Mop-ba. and Mop. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Robot. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Caleb and Cameron have one. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? And he was like, this is my favorite thing. And I watched that thing. And I was like, damn straight. Although there is this other fancy one that I like that I'd have to run. I am part robot with the thing, you know, but it really steam cleans and like squeegees like and people that. like show all the dirty water coming out of it. And I was like, that I also really like very satisfying mm, steam bar. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I saved it because my mom wanted to know because she was like, maybe I'll get one. So if we play our cards right, mom might get it for us for Christmas and that would be our gift. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One last more? letter. Yep. This will be the this last one. This is a short today. and sweet one as always. It comes from our correspondent of space and space and time. I think so. Ben. 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 What is, I forget. I'm sorry. I have to go look at the discord server and all of the people, the list, the list, the master list that David redacted, put together. He's done a lot of stuff. I have to hats off if I wore hats, hats off to David redacted for all of your work. I really appreciate you. I just, I was looking in the OTDM land or whatever we're going to call it space discord server. And I was amazed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in joining the discord server, the link is in the description below as always. Yep. Come hang out, share some jokes and some funny stories. That's what it's all about. Okay. Ben has written in. And it is entitled Origins of Horses in North America. Ah, yes. Hey, Katie and Sean, on a recent episode, you talked a bit about the origin of horses. We did just a little bit, just enough to get ourselves in trouble. The story is actually way more interesting than what Sean had explained. It turns out that horses actually originated in the Americas and went to Asia across the land bridge in the same way that humans crossed to the Americas. So the, the humans were coming across the Bering Strait and, like, hey. and the horse was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. We were walking one way, they were walking another way. They were like, way. Uh, see you later. Is that but, what happened? No, come on now. That Maybe. And then they went to Mongolia and that, I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering where <laughs> they went after they came you. across. Did they populate Asia? So they originated in the Americas and went to Asia oh. across the land bridge in the same way that humans crossed to the Americas. Okay. Okay. But at an earlier date, around a million years ago, horses in the Americas were around until about 8,000 years ago and su survived in small numbers until roughly 6,000 years ago. Wait. So then they died out? There was an extinction event? No. they. It's like... And then they had to repopulate them? With this, when the Spaniards showed up, they brought horses again? So, no. Okay. Sorry. I read this without the correct pun... Pertinent, like, why am I having trouble? I was going to say pronunciation, but it's, pr yeah, punctuation. And I was like, well, my brain shorted out. Okay. So it turns out horses actually originated in the Americas, went to Asia, crossed the land bridge in the same way humans crossed the Americas, but at an earlier date. Round, round, get around. I, I get, get around. around. So they came over earlier. So it's not like we were passing like, hey, horses. Yeah. And they're like, what's up? And then we like hit hoof to hand. We're like, good on you. They were like. Tag, you're in. They were like ages and ages ahead of us. But they did it about a million years ago. Yeah, you know what you can say? Uh, you can lead a horse to Asia, but you can't make them come back. You got to... Or no, you could. You bring well, some stayed. Right. You know? I don't know. It's interesting why they would want to go. Like, what would be the cost? Grass. They're Maybe probably, better, better... I'd assume better food or whatever. Drives just, all of us. Highly motivated by food, he pressed on. As a Roxy, she's highly motivated by food. Yeah. If you ever uh, have a stubborn dog like us... Hopefully they're motivated by food because all I have to do is like shake a treat bag or get the cheese whizzy can. And she's like, whatever you want, mom. Okay. So about a million years ago, they came across 
and then horses in the Americas were around until about 8,000 years ago and survived in small numbers. So they like had a, like, there's a lot of them, not a lot of them until roughly 6,000 years ago. Okay. That's it. Thanks for all you do. Ben, just dropping in with some knowledge. Hmm. I appreciate you, Ben. Thank you. He's, he's kicking the knowledge. Now, random uh, question. We have these voice message things. What are those? Oh, um, on... Are those speak pipes? No, well... Kind of? I think on Anchor, mm-hmm. you can leave voicemails for us, just like a speak pipe. It's a oh, feature cool. that I just don't understand. But well, we uh, have some in here, so next week we will try to get into those. Okay, we'll, we'll learn how to play them, because I'm not quite like sure. It looks like Christina sent some. Okay. Hi, Christina. We're getting to you next. She sent that amazing book from Norway yeah. that I find very funny. It's on our coffee table right now. I appreciate you. Okay. That's it for today. Well, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star, five stars only five stars only. Only for nothing. (laughs) Just the other day, Sean was like, I feel like there's a whole range in my voice that has just completely gone out. I've lost it. And I was like, where did it go? Deeper and the high. You don't, you don't only sing high anymore. I don't have it. You know, what's the truth? You do have it. You just haven't exercised that muscle. Oh, I don't know how to exercise that muscle. I can show you. All right. You're going to have to show me next week. We need a, p- need a piano, but I can make do. We'll do scales. Do re mi fa so la ti da. No, you don't go that high that fast. Oh. You slowly, it's like a muscle. It's like you start doing two reps, then you do three. Do, do, re, then re. Then you move up. Mi, and mi, so, fa, fa, so, so. Two, and then three. You're not helping me very much. Here. I can't do it right now. Oh. We have to have like a piano where you go, bah, and then you go, so, da, da, and then we stop. You don't go too high too fast. You're building a muscle. Oh. Then you go back down to, bum, 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 bum. you know, you work it up. It's a muscle. Makes sense. So that's why, I mean, people do have their own kind of set ranges of what your I wonder voice what my can range tolerate. Is. You wouldn't, if you'd been in choir, you would have more of an idea. But because you, I would assume, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I, this is just based off of like my minimal knowledge of being a music major for like a year and then being like, I'm not going to finish school in time. Bye. Um, is that when you work your voice out yeah. and practice your, your, uh, natural. It's not register? even your natural range, but you, yeah, you like, you, you what work, is a register? You work your know. scales. Okay. Essentially you, you build up to because there are certain notes that I probably couldn't hit right now either because I haven't been singing. How low can you make your voice? Let me hear it right now. I don't. I mean, da, 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 do, do. I'm still. I'm flat. You hear it go. Do, 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 right. Oh, yeah. Welcome to smooth jazz. With That'd Sean probably be as low oh, that I could hold. All right. How high can you make it go? I don't want to do it. No. I don't know. It's like. It's hard to do that. Just jump. And I don't want to hurt my voice. This was a bonus segment brought to you by uh, Linda's Voice Training. <laughs> if you're in the Irvine area. Remember um, my voice coach I went to? She was awesome. She Country was music great. was not her jam, but she liked rock. Was her name Diane Powell? Is that right? You guys should check her out. She's still in LA. I really liked her. Yeah, I think that was great. her name. Um, we really, yeah, we, we bonded. Anyway, um, but you have to do your scales and you have to practice and work your voice out. And then you can expand your range within reason. Again, everybody's going to have their like parameters around what you're... Right. She's really barking in her sleep. Do um, you think I could sound like Whitney Houston if I practiced? The voice of an angel? Bobby! Sure. 
All right, guys, we had a great one. Have a good weekend. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.